THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com now with one million percent more cocaine. Joe, <laughs> how was your week? Uh it was hot, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it was the hot week. I'm kind of confused right now because, like, I kept on thinking all day today it was Monday because this is we're going into a fucked up week for me, like a real fucked up week. But yeah, it was hot, but I mean, you know, it didn't feel like it was really affecting me. I was still working and working, and it wasn't until I stopped working that I would feel like real tired and exhausted and everything. But yeah, like I said, I kept myself hydrated, drank a shitload of water. Uh, it wasn't until Friday, I think it was Friday, no, Thursday, that the heat got to me. And I think that was because I was just dealing with some real idiot customers on the phone and through email, like answering some really stupid questions again and again and again. So, yeah, <laughs> Thursday was not a good day. I was frustrated as shit. Took Friday off. Uh, to celebrate Grimace's birthday. Grimace, old, good old Grimace, had a birthday. So, yeah, I had to celebrate that. Hey, uh, Joe, <laughs> happy birthday. If hey, you just Tom. wanted to do a drunk show for your birthday, you could have just said, hey, Tom, getting drunk for my birthday. Why don't we pop on and instead of you trying to fish it out for me. <laughs> Did we do that on Friday or was I thought you said you wanted to record? No, that was Thursday. I was unaware that that's why you wanted to do it because I'm pretty bad with dates and all that shit. Oh, I mean, I don't give a shit because I didn't, uh, like, I took it off of Facebook and everything. Uh, the only reason I did something last year is because Lisa wanted to do something. I, I could give a shit. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm getting fucking older and closer to death. Woohoo! Um, and then, uh, then. At least uh, you don't look like it. Shit. 
old Holland. <laughs> he wanted to watch uh, Money in the Bank on uh, on Saturday. So something that I don't have came over. Right, right. It was interesting to see other people get it. You know, a box with a contract, um, a suitcase with a contract, and uh, eh, I mean, the main event that night was a. Uh, the Usos versus, I don't know, the other guy with slicked back hair and shit. And Hawaiians, a bunch of Hawaiians fighting each other. And uh, it was boring as shit. That match was just garbage. Garbage. But I've never liked Roman Reigns, ever. I never, never thought he was a, a dynamic wrestler or somebody that really brought something. But I guess I'm in the minority. People like him or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I would think in Texas you're not in the minority. You know, a lot of people wrestling that I don't know, you know, since I don't keep up with it as much anymore. Um, the ladies money in the bank match was actually pretty good. It was, it was some decent shit. Um, but uh, yeah, that was it. And today <laughs> I, I ate a lot of barbecue and like fell asleep. Like I got, like I ate so much that I couldn't drink a beer, you know, I was just too full. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to go lay down. I'm an old man now, I just had a birthday. I did, and then Tom, you know, wakes me up with the text, hey, I'm going to run a little late for this uh, podcast thing. I said, okay, well, I guess I'll get up, you know, and get ready for it myself. So here I am, here I am, for your entertainment, people. Mm. Is that really vodka with ice cubes floating in it? This is water. Just water. That's a goddamn shame, Joe. Ah, uh, I don't know what to fucking get to first. Ah. Uh. Well, so this coming week, Tom, this is real screwed up, okay? Because I've got a number of jobs that are due by the 14th. A lot of them have to be shipped, uh, which is maybe three, four days in transit for some of them. But... Like, if I order shirts for myself tomorrow, they're not going to get to my shop until Wednesday, Tom. Because Tuesday, everything's shut the fuck down for some holiday or another that I'm not really excited about. Never really was a big thing for me. Uh, Why don't you get the fuck out? Go back to Mexico. I would if I had a passport. Uh, but I don't. I don't have one. And Because uh, you love America so much, you never want to leave true i don't i mean why 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 leave we got everything here already um, you know if you leave you can see real chinese people in their natural habitats mm -hmm. are we allowed to go to china i don't know how that works i don't i mean i'm not allowing myself to go to china like, you gotta be like dennis rodman or something to go to china but uh yeah black or gay order shirts for the corpus shop they're not going to get there till thursday so it's real fucked up and i'm leaving thursday to go to kansas city crypticon anybody listening from that area come on out to kansas cryptics kansas city <laughs> crypticon i'll be there all weekend selling shirts whatever come on out if you're a kc mo make sure to see joe mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's that tom good how was your week, Tom? You always have excitement brewing in your life. No, not really. Uh, another week trying to get stuff done. Finished. Where the fuck did I put it? 
Finish this custom order. The Max. Thought it came out. Yep. With two X's. Mm-hmm. Thought that shit came out pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I watched the cartoon while I was doing it. Refresh watched... us on this cartoon, so I'm part of uh, MTV's big push in anime. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was MTV's oddities. And then their theme song was just like a bunch of banging on trash cans and shit. <laughs> like, that's fucking music. That intro was cool, though. They do have it on the... Uh, where's that? They bought the DVDs, Drew. So, uh, watch the uh, first half when I was sculpting the thing. And I fucking, I didn't read the comics, but I knew like Sam Keith's art and all that shit because you can tell Sam Keith's art, Joe. It's not hard to mistake that for somebody else's. I appreciate that shit a lot more than just trying to make it the house style or whatever the fuck their continuity. Kind of how Marvel did it. Where this everybody draw it like this, you fuck. Mm-hmm. But uh, he couldn't do that. You could t- maybe he could. I don't know. But uh, you could definitely tell one of his things. But anyways, Joe. Yeah. So this was uh, Image's second push of artists mm-hmm. and writers that they brought in, and Keith was one of them. And he had a uh, old Dale Keyalon or whatever, however you say his name, that had the pit, and uh, and a few others that nobody remembers or gives a shit about. Maybe Gen Thirteen. Was at that time too. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking of going and watching that movie, and I was just like, I don't give a good goddamn about <laughs> a Gen Thirteen. I didn't even know they made a movie. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they but did. I read, I think the first two issues of uh, Max, and didn't care for it. Like his style, but I didn't care for the comic. I didn't care for most of anything that came out of Image. Because you're too cool? No, I appreciate good writing. And uh, there wasn't a whole lot of good writing in their shit. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Did you ever read Shadowhawk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you like, like, do you like broken backs? He would break people's backs and he had AIDS or something. <laughs> and he came from the land of Philadelphia. Maybe there was some Egyptian tie to it or something. Yeah, I didn't read too many of that either. It's just like, and I don't know why at the time I was telling you that I had read that Guardians of the Galaxy uh, trade paperback, and man, Valentino sucks. He's <laughs> really fucking bad. So I I don't know why they brought him along. Like, hey, you're like our visual style. No, he's not. You know, maybe he did like to waste a lot of page space with big panels and shit. But uh, yeah, he definitely wasn't up to par with some of these guys mm. who is he better than who was he better than rob liefeld <laughs> why would you say that so close to the fourth of july <laughs> I, I, I don't know tom but anyway you like this cartoon tell us all about it because yeah it was uh pretty good i guess it sticks pretty fucking close to the comics i uh never read them Watched this when I was a kid. I think I was maybe 10 or 11. 
They're like, oh, yeah, cool, fucking cartoon. But that wasn't making sense of anything. But yeah, now going back and watching it, it's a lot darker and a lot more sad. So I appreciate that this stage in my life. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of weird because of the two planes of reality and shit and just trying to figure out, is it real? Is it fucking not? What's going on here? What's made up? What is it? And all that shit. But just kind of flow through that shit and it's pretty good it's pretty much about this social worker just dealing with uh fucked up things that happened to her and how she deals with it and how this stuff manifests and uh then i don't know a few issues in six seven issues in you get like one of her clients coming in who's a teenage girl some fucking columbine bitch named fucking sarah and you deal with her problems and find out how she's tied into all this shit. Pretty good. Pretty melancholy. I'd like to uh, find the next seven issues because this goes up to issue 13 where it sort of kind of resolves Julie. Is that her fucking name? The fucking blonde hair lady. Blonde hair lady uh, with a half shirt is what yeah. I remember. And blue jeans. With her ass cut out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just to see how her story wraps up. I don't really give a fuck about old Columbine, bitch. But uh, if you care, the Max is just a fucking homeless guy in there. And then he becomes a gardener. Or does he? Who knows? Because that's on the other plane of existence. Maybe I'll have to pick up the other fucking books and find how, out. How many issues did it run altogether? I want to say 32 or 33, somewhere around there. But then again, I never fucking read the fucking comics. Just watched this as a kid and then... Is huh? he still alive, Sam Key? Yes. Yes, he is. It's not doing shit? Made so much max money or... Uh, I read some, not read, but listened to this dude, uh, jerk comic on YouTube, and he had some fucking series of videos like how the max broke Sam Key. <laughs> and I can't remember everything, but uh just seems like he got fucking burnt out on this shit or something. He got a McFarlane figure out of the deal. He did. <laughs> he sure did, Joe. <laughs> and that's how you know you won. Yeah, and I know he did a couple of issues of the Hulk, and that had some interesting art in it, too. But yeah, he's just not one of these guys with a big body of work, you know? He directed a movie that I tried to find a few months ago, but couldn't. I'll try and get back on that and see if I can find it. It's like some fucking weird rock climbing movie or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Remind me if I don't uh, bring it to your attention in a couple days. But yeah, that's something I wanted to look into. Did you have that figure, Tom? I did. You don't have it anymore? I don't. I fucking sold a lot of shit, and I'm going to be selling a lot more. Good. Yeah, let's get Just, rid of all our shit before we go, Tom. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I don't fucking need this shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right. I'll probably keep the movies and some <laughs> of the books, just because who knows what I'm going to want to look at that day. So, just sell all that shit as a lot, and you'll be all right. Um, 
I watched The Slow Hustle. Oh, a so documentary slow. on uh, about the police corruption in Baltimore. So there was a uh, task force in Baltimore uh, that their job was just getting guns off the street. You know, they got big gun laws there, and these cops were pretty much ripping off drug dealers, taking their money. They were like falsifying, uh, planting evidence in people's car. They they mm-hmm. fucked up at one time and like accidentally ran into two guys in a car and said oh fuck man we fucked them up pretty bad we might as well arrest them and uh got these guys thrown in prison for a while and there was this cop that ran with them for just a little while and then he went on to become could you do me a favor yeah instead of calling them cops can you call them piglets fucking pigs uh (laughs) there was some bacon uh, as they used to say back in the day, that was pretty stupid. Bacon, I smell bacon. Um, but there, there was this detective that uh, he was out on a case, and like he like runs around the corner, starts shooting his gun, and then he's dead. You know, there's another gunshot, he's dead. And the the thing is about did uh, did he kill himself because he was under investigation too from the time he ran with these guys. Or did somebody kill him? Because <laughs> he was set to testify against some of these guys too. So, you know, but they always say, "No, a cop would never kill another cop." Well, I guess you don't know cops. You know, if, if they're in fucking danger of going to prison or whatever, losing their livelihood, yeah, they'll, they'll kill another cop. So, but it doesn't give you any answers because nobody knows. But you know, it just presents it. They did a whole long the city did an independent investigation and said, nah, he killed himself. Fuck it. You know, Hey wife, you're not, you're not getting any of the benefits or anything. Um, and I guess they overturned that later. Like the city, the lady, the family sued the city and got some money out of it. And, but they're still trying to fight to, to get the city to admit like, Hey, no, you know, this, he didn't kill himself either. Somebody on the street killed him, you know, he, doing his job, or maybe he was killed by other cops. I don't know. Weird shit. Uh, police corruption always fascinates me, and it's just very prevalent. you know, this whole back-the-blue shit. Fuck you, you know. They can take care of themselves. They don't need us fucking backing them up. Fuck that. Uh, well, just at least join the 100 Club. I don't know what that is. I'm all about the 300 Club, Tom. <laughs> Resting in power, man. <laughs> you know what's cool about Pat Robertson? <clears throat> Not a his cop. body. <laughs> his body right now. Very cool. It is very yeah. cool. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm sure you. Go ahead. I'm sure Go. you've seen the uh, stickers on the back of windshields. They're like different colored ribbons every year, not like the AIDS ribbon like that, but mm-hmm. kind of the scroll type ribbon, the rectangle yeah. way. And it says 100 Club on it. And sometimes people on the back of their car, they have like 10, 20 of them lined up on top of each other. So you could see how many times they joined the 100 Club. Well, that's like a donate $100 a year to the police force and we'll send you these stickers. So I would think that's a good way to help you not get pulled over. I don't think cops but, give a shit about 
about that. Yeah. Um, besides that, I don't know why. I've gotten those calls at the shop. You know, hey, calling from the sheriff's department. You want to make a donation? You know, we'll send you this sticker. And it was a, I didn't know what that's what it was called, but it says, you know, no, I'm on fucking probation. Y'all get enough of my fucking money. You know, that back was when I was on probation. But uh, yeah. I'm not putting no stupid ass sticker. I got a Dio sticker on my fucking vehicle. That guy actually did something for me. Changed my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're off to the witch. We may never, never, never come home. But the magic that we'll feel. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, we talked about hey Joe. <clears throat> Fucking wild summer. <laughs> Can't believe it. I got like five more movies left in the stack. So let's talk about two of them. Ah, Joe, this was the first visual vengeance title that I've ever heard of when they started last year, whenever the fuck. This is Heartland of Darkness. It was promoted as a long-lost Linnea Quigley movie that was never finished. And now it is, thanks to the fine, fine folks at Wild Eye slash Visual Vengeance. <sighs> what is this movie about? A uh, guy and his daughter move from Chicago to fucking Middlesville, Ohio. Just your average small town, average movie small town. And uh, they're opening up their own newspaper there. But it turns out, Joe... The local priest is a satanic cultist. Ooh. <laughs> Can't trust those local priests, I'll tell you ooh, that much. Damn, he's from the UK. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so uh, he, the priest is knocking the ladies up and sacrificing the babies and shit and murdering people who know too much. So uh, just a bunch of that. Old Quiggles plays a fucking high school teacher who dresses like she does in every other movie she's in. Just like some 80s rocker lady or some shit. It's fucking ridiculous. She does all the things you would expect her to do in a movie. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really give a fuck for these satanic panic movies. Uh, Linnea Quigley's fine. It's not like that's not a selling point or anything for me. So, but I mean, if you're a fan of hers and you're a fan of satanic panic movies, I can see a lot of people digging this one. It looks a lot better than probably all the visual vengeance movies I've seen. Uh, it might have, it was, yeah, it's probably shot on, who knows? I'm not going to say if it was or not, but, uh, there's a couple parts where this was a movie that was made in like the late 80s, early 90s, and there's some very low-level CGI in it. Just a couple, but I mean, you can tell it's completely out of fucking place for 
how old this movie is, but if you're interested in Satanic Panic, the Maya Quigley shit, I would check this one out. There's a bunch of special features on here, none of which, see all that? Those are all special features, none of which I gave a fuck about because I didn't really care for the movie. But again, you got your other artwork. And this one came with a goofy little gimmick, too. They promoted this as a prayer cloth. It looks <laughs> like something you would clean your glasses with, though. So I'm not sure what the fuck it actually is because they weren't praying with any cloths in the fucking movie. Again, you got these little goofy stickers. Scratch Poster. <sighs> Might be, but it smells like shit. And a little booklet. So, uh, yeah, these Visual Vengeance releases, uh, the quality of the movies, they're definite. I can't say they're better than uh, Wild Eye, but uh, they range. <laughs> they definitely had a range of releases of all different kinds of movies. I would say, uh, for the most part, these Visual Vengeance releases have been interesting and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was Necrophiles was fucking wild as shit and worth checking out. And if LA Age Jabber lived up to the name, that movie would have been fucking awesome. But you saw one that bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell shit, and you said it sucked until the last five minutes. Right. Didn't really care for it. Uh, luckily, it's not a very long movie, but. Uh... Yeah, people, people were were talking that up like it's something really special, but you know, it's not. I think it's just you know. I guess these guys do a good job of promotion. Promoting. Mm-hmm. So we got that, and then we got Bone Hill Road. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Bone Hill Road. <laughs> I'm a ghost werewolf, but I'm not a ghost at all. Uh, this shit had way better werewolves in the movie than I fucking thought for a Wild Eye movie. Not talking mm-hmm. shit or anything, but uh, they're not the best werewolves. They're pretty cool. Somebody definitely had them laying around from another movie. <laughs> For sure, because they didn't make the shit for this one. <laughs> Some shit they did make for this movie, and you can tell. It's about a uh, mom and a daughter. They flee after getting domestic abused by the husband. In fucking every scene, it seems like the shit was shot eight weeks apart because all the cuts and bruises on the lady's face is moving and changing positions and shit. So that wasn't distracting at all in a movie I already really wasn't that into. <laughs> so fucking for the rest of the movie, it's just pretty like good. Fucking raw shock from Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I forgot I didn't have this plugged in. Fuck! As Tom's plugging in, we want to remind you guys to head on over to DWMProductions.net. Tom has the mechs thing. Uh, I don't know if it's up to the but hit 
shoot him an email or something. Maybe he'll make another one. Maybe, maybe he'll even make the hands. You know, there's been a little bit of interest in that. So you Fuck. never know, folks. And Tom is gone. We'll see you later, Tom. We barely knew you. Um, yeah, so we're getting ready, I guess, for our Fourth uh, of July. Boy got bonus extravaganza. Actually, we're not. We're not going to do anything like that because that would just be uh, stupid and time-consuming. Let me click this button and see. Oh, well, shit. What did I do there? Uh, oh, I'm looking at the comments to see. All right, I see red dig satanic knockers. Fuck yeah, so, so do I. And uh, it's a load rag. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's weird. I think Tom's about to hop back on here. I don't know. I've, it's never happened where he's kicked off and I'm <laughs> your fucking mouth. So. You can't see me, can you? No, you're, they're just a circle. But All right, give me a minute. Hopefully this doesn't cut out. Godspeed to me. All right. give. right. Let's give Tom a minute of silence, y'all. Nah, a minute's too long because uh, I don't know, man. I'm tired, you know? I... I I, don't, I thought it was Monday all day. I'm all confused. Yeah, it sucks. I'm working tomorrow, and then it's 4th of July, and nothing's going on, so I'm not going to have any shirts, so I'm going to end up taking the day off, and you know what I'm going to do, folks? I'm going to clean the coils to the air conditioner because nobody's going to be here. I think they're going to go off and do something, having fun. I don't want to have fun, so I'm going to stay here and do that. Oh, and fuck. And, uh... Yeah, yeah, Tom's in it. Maybe if I push this button, his face will pop up. Nope, that. No. Oh, but shit, that was cool. What was that? That's awesome. Yeah. So if I hit this, I can see the chat, but I gotta hit this to see the comments. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah know what sure. The fuck happened. Put that order in uh, for Harvester shirts, and uh, we'll get them knocked out. But. But I'm uh, <clears throat> a lot of work piled up, but uh, we'll we'll get you taken care of, man. I don't know. I don't know what Tom did. He just fucked up this whole show. <laughs> hope, hope he edits this stuff out. <laughs> it's what you call the DWN effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I don't know why it won't fucking... Damn, and my internet's fucking low, too. This is going to... Re I told you, get ready for a great show. <laughs> hey, Tom, can you show us that DVD cover again? Sure. <laughs> oh, shit. Now it's just me. Oh, well. You know what? I guess uh, I'm going to go on with the show, and I'm going to talk about the, this movie that I saw part of this uh, Eurocine collection. This is called Angel of Death. And unfortunately, it doesn't open up with Slayer's Angel of Death, which is a badass song. This is about a guy that's a, a Nazi hunter. And he's he's wanting to find jo Josef, Josef Mengele, who was, a, who was a real dude who experimented on people did a lot of vile shit in concentration camps and uh and then got away he was like living in south america for a long time and did they finally catch him i don't remember but a lot of people were hunting him for a long time 
And uh, this other cat, he finds yeah. finds out that Mengele is living there in South America and a huge-ass castle. He's got a whole army there. And, uh, like, he is assembling a team. He's like, we're going to take him out. But he's, like, the leader of, of uh, the guy behind the guy saying, no, we need definite proof. We can't just go kill a man and uh, and then not know that it was this this war criminal if we have proof yes we'll go in we'll hopefully take him alive so he can stand trial or whatever so he puts this team together and it includes uh, an assassin guy just his name is garcia and he goes around with a crossbow just shooting people with a crossbow and uh they fall down and die immediately once they're hit with an arrow you know it's it's a uh, shitty action very shitty action they also got an electronics expert, you know, that knows how to set up uh, microphones that can hear real far Man, away. And if he can set up cameras, tell him to hit me up. I'll, I will. I'll give him a call. And they've got another dude that's a karate expert, and he's constantly training. You know, he's constantly, you know, just fucking, if he's just standing in a room, he's still, like, throwing kicks and punches and doing stretches and shit. And then they've got a circus acrobat that never does anything acrobatic throughout the movie. You know, he climbs a wall at one point and, uh, but yeah, old Mengele, he's there up to his tricks. You know, he's, he's experimenting on people, uh, by like, I don't know, crossbreeding them with gorillas. (laughs) Mongrel, mulatto children. A little patch of fur right here. A little patch of fur. Oh man. He's yeah. He's doing these experiments and shit. And, uh, yeah, they raid in there. They get him, but uh, Mangala, he has the last laugh. He just fucking detonates himself. Now, this says Jess Franco's <laughs> Angel of Death right here. Clearly says Jess Franco's Yeah, Angel I would assume he's a producer, a.k.a. Death. they bought his name to put on there. He was the director. Uh, I looked it up on IMDb because our buddy, the David Gregory, who is very familiar with uh, Jess Franco's OVR um, said he did not direct it. And on IMDb, it says uh, directors, it has two names. It has some chick's name, but could be a French name because you never know. You know, they got, you know, guys named Renee and shit over there, which is, you know, that's a girl's name, man. Fuck off already. And it says just Franco. And then it has unfinished in parentheses. So maybe he just worked on it for a day and said, Hey, you know what? You're not going to let me have just a bunch of Euro bitches walking around naked, not working on Wait a minute. We got a uh, comprehensible script. I'm not working on this movie. And uh, I tailed it because it's not good, but it is, you know, it's a movie, you know, which a lot of Frank, just Franco's movies are not. They're not movies. They're just shit. You know, they're just like random jazz music, naked chicks, and then maybe somebody getting killed. Uh, this is actually a story. As you can see, it's still in the uh, cellophane, so it's going into the box. Uh, like Tom's that had a whole bunch of uh, extra features. This is full moon, so nothing. Well, you could <laughs> have said nothing. that, then we would have known it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's just one of the titles that they picked up for distribution. They had nothing to do with, with making this movie or anything. Uh but yeah, I mean, you can watch this on Tubi. It's 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 worth a watch. It's got some funny shit like uh like people like oh reacting before the gunshot goes off. 
you know, <laughs> which is silly. And uh, like an explosion happening and people jumping, you know, four different directions in the same time, like they were hit by a bowling ball. Uh, it's all right. Never watch it again. But hey, Tom's back, everyone. Hey, there's a little button down here that I never seen before, even though it's one of the bigger buttons on this uh, layout that you guys can't see. Excuse me. And I forgot I unplugged my fucking uh, computer <laughs> earlier because there was a lightning storm. Anyways, there's a big button here that says stop camera. And right now it's uh it's black. But before when my camera wasn't up, it was red and had a line through it. <laughs> but I would did everything else but click on that. When I clicked on that, it came back. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you're I, not, I have a button here that that says more and I guess that takes me to the chat, but it takes me away. Like I can't see anything. All I can see is a chat. I used to have the chat on the side, but I don't know what the fuck happened there. I should, yeah, experiment with this. It's a, but nah, fuck it. Are you on uh, your laptop? No, I'm on the phone. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of. Since we updated the internet, my laptop is too old, I guess, and doesn't react well to fiber in its diet. Weird. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Bone Hill Road, that was the movie we were going to give away this week, Joe. Mm-hmm. And nobody entered. So, old bootleg dipshit, I know you were wanting a DVD, so if you want <laughs> this one, send me a message, and I'll send it off. This may be our last giveaway. We may have one more next week, depending on the... Uh, quality of the movies and if i keep them or not so we will see joe anyway speaking of a movie i am going to keep it's motherfucking action usa this shit was great it was a movie uh made by a stunt man so every uh, every stunt you ever loved and wanted to see in a movie it's in here and it's pretty fucking awesome it starts out with this fucking jag off and some kind of Camaro or some shit with like a fucking three foot engine block cut. Out. There's fucking there's a hole cut out of this cocksucker's fucking a hood of his car. So this goddamn engine can stick up and he's all fucking queeving it up down the road with his hand over his broad and a beer in the other hand driving like a cocksucker. Like and a then <laughs> and then he goes home or goes to this girl's house they start fucking and then two guys just come in and push the fucking door in you can see it's this big nice wooden door it's just con not connected to the hinges so he just kicks it the fuck over and it just falls over they start beating the shit out of him the broad gets lippy they punch her in the fucking mouth <laughs> kidnap this guy she chases after him they kill him then they're about to kill her but a couple fbi agents roll up they fucking get away and now the fbi agents are trying to uh protect her and uh get to the bottom of this diamond 
situation. I guess they're looking for diamonds or something, but it doesn't matter because the story's bullshit just so you could see all these fucking stunts and shit. <laughs> it is fucking awesome. Would highly, highly recommend checking this movie out. It's got uh, Max Dad from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia and your favorite, The Devil's Son from Hack-O-Lantern. And, uh, <laughs> and just uh, his black friends in it. I call him his black friend because I can't remember the guy's name. And uh, to be fair, I can't remember anybody else's name. Oh, yes, I can, motherfucker. William Smith is in it. So that's always fucking terrific. He's not in movie. it a lot, but he's definitely in it. But yeah, this movie was fucking awesome. Uh, would highly recommend get some beers if you're of legal drinking age and marijuana if you're in legal marijuana age and uh, watch this shit. It is fucking awesome. It's dude's just stunt, 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 stunt. Terrible acting. Stunt, 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 stunt. Fucking terrific. Oh, can't recommend this shit enough. It's fucking great. Yes. Action USA. Two thumbs all the way up your ass. Would recommend. <laughs> well, Tom. I finished up uh, the Ilsa movies with this gem right here. Ilsa. The Tigress of Siberia. Mm. And, uh, and once again, this is a burn that I have no idea where I got these. Uh, this time, it's nice. I think I know where you got it. Probably at a horror convention. That <laughs> More than specifically likely. specifically said no selling of bootlegs on their contract. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, this time, Ilsa is uh, Russian. And she's uh, in charge of a gulag. In Why Siberia. is she in a hurry? No. No. Uh... <laughs> so, like, if you try to escape, she's going to hunt you down and throw a spear at you. This Ilsa throws spears. And she's up oh, to her same old shit, you know, torturing people. Uh, like, right here in the back, you can see, like, this device here. They got this so they can dunk people in the freezing snow uh lake or whatever <laughs> kind of like, kinda like uh, bucket. ice fishing but reverse because you're just putting them in there you know fucking around with them and uh so she does that during the day and then at night all the the guards they party and then they fight and the two left standing each night gets a, a fucking spit roaster you know they'll uh you know Ilsa's in the double pen penetration this time around you know so everybody gets their chance though and you know things are cool and then they bring in a political dissident you know and uh she's trying to break him tom you know trying to hey you gotta accept uh stalin's power and his uh his command and everything he says is right but ma nah, this guy is just resisting so they're about to feed him to a tiger because they also keep a tiger there. And uh, all of a sudden, they just get word that, oh, hey, uh, Stalin re regime is over. They just fucking killed him, and they're coming to kill everybody that, that was, like, in his military. So Ilsa says, you know what? Fuck this. Let's get out of here. She takes off, and then the movie jumps, Tom. 1977. 
And this guy that was the political uh, whatever, he's still part of the the Russian uh, citizenry, and he is uh, what's he? He's with a hockey team, a hockey team <laughs> competing in Canada, and he's there like I guess is there manager or bodyguard i don't know but two of the players decide hey we want to go to this whorehouse we heard about here in canada and he's like ah we shouldn't be doing this guys we shouldn't be going you know and he said okay all right you know i'll I'll escort you and they go you know they pick some chicks to get their fuck on with and he's no i'm gonna wait here in the lobby and the camera zooms in on him and who's running this fucking uh whorehouse tom it's old ilsa and her henchmen. Yep. She goes, oh, that's that guy from Russia. What's he doing here? Is he under investigating me? So they kidnap him. And she's got this brainwash machine that will <laughs> make you see your... She's a here. Spider-Man villain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, in the meantime, too, is knocking off, off all the, the heads of the Canadian mafia. <laughs> so she can take over the mafia. Um the Russians, they find out, hey, well, where's our, our guy at? He says, oh, well, shit. You know, oh, that's that woman that ran that camp in Siberia. Well, let's send over some ninjas, some Russian ninjas to take her out. And then it's just Ilsa and her people versus these Russian ninjas. And it is fucking hilarious. It's fun. It's a uh, goddamn. This, like, <laughs> that first movie, the Ilsa She-Wolf of the SS, that's great. That, but this is a very, very close second. I laughed a lot. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's some of the craziest, stupidest shit I've ever seen. And I will come back and watch this movie again, man. Good shit. I, I, I would like to get an official release, and this is something I would definitely watch. Any bonus uh, things that they have, because I'd be fascinated. Like. Like some of the behind the scenes shit are like, who who fucking made this stuff? You know, <laughs> weird, sick motherfuckers, you know, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Best out of the three or four, whatever there were. This uh, there's four. This is the second one. But this is very, very close uh, with the first one. The first one and this last one are top notch shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you were. You were very drunk and belligerent telling me I should watch this fucking movie. And so last night I didn't have anything to watch. Tried looking for it in all my places. Couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, hey, Joe, where can I watch this movie? Like, oh, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So instead of watching that, I watched The Dog That Saved, or The Dog Who Saved Halloween. Have you heard of this one, Joe? No, but I have seen The Dog That Saved Christmas. How was that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, not memorable. <laughs> was there a big fat Cuban romping around with Superman? Superman was in it. Yeah, they went to like some Christmas town or some shit, you know. That was uh, like a Christmas resort type place. Yeah. And they were criminals. Because I do try to watch a Christmas dog movie every year. (laughs) Around Christmas time, not just random times of the year. Hey, you can watch Halloween movies anytime you want, Joe. Right. Son of a bitch.
Anyways, the dog who saves Halloween uh, stars Joey Lawrence as the voice of the dog who saves Halloween. It's one of these movies where the dog's mouths don't move, yet they're right. fucking talking and talking and talking. So you know it's an extremely <laughs> high-budget, big-quality production. Definitely made for fucking TV. Uh, I don't know the guy, the main guy in the movie, but uh, I've seen him in shit before. Like, there's a lot of people in this movie who I've seen before. I have no idea who, what the fuck their name is. It's like everybody, I should say, in this movie you've seen before, but if you were important, I would remember your name. But I do remember the name of the creepy neighbor who lives in the house next door. And uh, that's old Lance Henriksen. <laughs> He's supposed to be played off as like the creepy eccentric neighbor. But uh, it turns out, tur it turns out, Joseph. And he's really just building a haunted house to, uh, you know, entertain his family. Wow. So uh, the neighbor hires Superman and Joey Diaz to break into his fucking house and shit. Hilarity ensues. They cut the power to the fucking house. So they got to wrap around the house with a fucking tricandelabra or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And, uh, <laughs> Joey Diaz gets stuck in the window. Superman's trying to fucking pull him out and hold on to this candelabra at the fucking <laughs> same time. And old Coco lets out a fart and the CGI flame <laughs> shoots out and hits Superman right in the fucking head and catches his head on fire. There are a lot of fart jokes in this, Joe. I was pleasantly surprised. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking cool Halloween imagery in this. And when I say cool Halloween imagery, I mean high resolution shots of pumpkins and shit like that. So that was cool. Uh, I mean, it was watchable. I had some legitimate laughs. But if you didn't know who uh, Joey Diaz was and scratching your head to how he got cast in this fucking movie, because he's pretty much playing a criminal trying not to do crimes and shit, but he can't help it because he's a fucking criminal. It's in the butt. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say, yeah, it was worth a watch. Go watch it. But uh, if you're a fuckface or you have a family or something and want to watch this shit around Halloween, go for it. <laughs> but uh, listen to some Joey Diaz shit before you do so you'll fucking have a little more entertainment value out of the whole thing. I didn't and, watch anything else. Though. Sorry. You didn't watch anything else? No. <clears throat> Fuck. <sighs> Joe, I watched Fox Trap, the Fred Williamson classic. Have you ever heard of this? I've not heard of this one. It's a fucking classic, Joe. Uh, Fred Williamson wanted to go to Cannes in Italy, so he fucking sneakily got shots of him romping around Cannes in Italy so he can edit it into this movie and write even more shit off on his taxes. So this family in L.A., he's a bodyguard. Fred Williamson is a bodyguard, but uh, this family 
hire Fred Williamson as a uh, private eye to go to fucking Cannes in Italy to track down their niece, I think they said it was. So instead of just asking this guy, they have fucking like two or three Guidos break into his apartment and just beat the shit out of him and kidnap him. He wakes up over in their house or whatever. He's like, hey, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I want you to work for me, blah, 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 blah. So he ends up doing it because it's a good amount of money. And then he romps around Khan. You get shots of, uh, I think there was an Invasion USA fucking promotional thing, a Reindeer a reindeer Games promotional thing, and uh, I remember a Death Wish 3 promotional thing. It's like actually going on during whatever year's festival this was shot in, so you see all that bullshit or whatever. Then he goes to Italy so he can fucking write spaghetti off or, you know, with the sauce and the meat and everything mixed together so he can write all that fucking shit off. And then uh, (laughs) he tracks the lady down. He fucking kills everybody. The fucking girl he's fucking there gets kidnapped. So it's up to Fred Williamson and the girl's gay karate man fucking roommate. They go track her down. This motherfucker distracts henchmen by like doing ballerina dances and shit up to the henchmen and then hitting on the guys and then stabbing them in the fucking stomach. Shit was fucking hilarious. But then he ends up getting murdered, but not before he can murder the guy who fucking kidnapped and murdered his roommate. So they're all dead. Fred Williamson doesn't give a fuck. He gets the girl, brings her back. Turns out she's a prostitute, hooked on heroin, and was trying to get away from that life, Joe. And this is the pimp that hired him. It wasn't our uncle, this nice guy. Oh, that dastardly son of a bitch. And she has videotapes that could take down his whole operation. Will she? No, she dies of heroin or they kill her or something. The movie doesn't really say. But then Fred Williamson kills all those motherfuckers, <laughs> shoots the tape with his shotgun, and then it fucking says, uh, get ready next summer, come in fucking this next movie, and it never happened. So it was all right. Uh that you gotta watch it for the fucking black gay karate man with the knife. <laughs> that shit was fucking awesome, and I was cracking up. But uh, yeah, it starts out kind of slow. It's some kind of weird tax write-off thing. But once that guy gets introduced, it's pretty fucking funny. Unfortunately, he gets killed off relatively quick. But <sighs> those fifteen or so minutes are fucking gold. Would definitely recommend just to watch for fucking that shit. This is good stuff. But Joe, let's hear your best. This is it. You're going to intro the new stuff and you're going to do it like the fucking guy with the voice. It's going to be great, Joe. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hello, boys and girls. (laughs) 
shit caught me off guard there. <laughs> all right, continue. No, that's all I got. I can't come up with any puns about podcasts or I don't know. More like pad rats. <laughs> Cause that's about the good. That's about that's about the good. The actual puns are. You rewatch this shit and you think, hey, this ain't fucking clever at all. <laughs> this is just stupid bullshit. <laughs> so Tom uh, decided that we're watching season seven of Tales from the Crypt, which uh, takes place in England. For some reason, they you know moved the show to England, or was it still on HBO at this time? Or it was okay. Yeah, this was the final season, and they just wanted to shake it up, Joe. It's getting stale. We got to shake it up. Yeah. So uh, I'd only seen like maybe through th- season three or four. So there's a lot of tales from the crypt that I haven't seen. And now I kind of know why I hadn't seen much past that. Because, uh, well, we'll get into it. Let's uh, season or episode one. I should have wrote these episode names down. You did, though, right, Tom? Because you're always on top of shit. No. But I know season seven, episode one. Is a tale I'd like to call <laughs> the Fatal Caper. Mm, yeah, the Fatal Caper. And I thought that was gonna they're gonna use capers on their food or something like <laughs> But no, this uh episode is directed and features in it uh Bob Hoskins from Super Mario. Super Mario, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Unleashed uh, or Unchained with unchained that Chinese the, guy. The dog. <laughs> yeah. so, boy, yeah. mate, go get him, China boy. So a big name from England to start things off. And this episode is about an old man that's fed up with his two sons. One's just a layabout fat fuck. And the other one is... And he's a, a scammer. Yeah, a scamming fat fuck layabout. And the other one is just like some hippie uh, does meditations and fucking yoga and all that other stupid shit. Tantric sex was what Tantric they were trying sex. to get yeah. over with this guy. So he's got his lawyer or whatever they call him out there. Their solicitor, maybe, is what the British term for it. And... uh He's like, well, I want my my other son, the son that left a long time ago. I want that son to inherit. I mean, I don't know if this son left as much as he said, get out and never return, mate. That's right. He kicked him out. Uh, Yeah, this shit's already thankfully fading from memory. (laughs) uh, So from there, the sons are just scheming against each other because they want the other one to die so they get the inheritance. uh, Because the solicitor says to the fat one boy mate you know if one of you dies then the other one gets everything yeah oh really tell me more (laughs) about your plan all right come here let me tell you so she pretty much just says what i just told you yeah and that sets up you know they're just trying to fucking scare each other to death or you know just do stupid shit and it's just all stupid shit like what? How does how does one brother, the fat brother, scare the other brother, the sex criminal brother, to death, Joe? Let's see. Did their their dad 
had died, right? Supposedly. Because they were bickering so much, right. his heart gave out. Yeah, he had a yeah a little heart attack there, and he's dead. So yeah, this he had is a what, cardiac event. They're trying to fight for the money. So one of them like, oh well, yeah, let me use his corpse to uh, to scare the other one into thinking he's come back from the dead. Yeah, and then he scares him to death. <laughs> and I turned it off, and then I uh, came back the next day and finished it. And uh, it's only like twenty minutes. Fucking too much for me. <laughs> so, the dad was alive the whole time. The sons, they're fucking dead. You know, the dad like. Okay, so you got to say, the fucking sex pervert son. He just faked his own death. He knew some weird sex trick to slow his heart rate down. Right. And, and the solicitor <laughs> got with him first. Mm. And they triple double crossed the fat brother. So the fucking sex creep brother stabs the fat slob brother with a giant candelabra. And then the fucking dad comes out of the grave and says, <laughs> trick or treat. And then the sex pervert's brother heart actually explodes this time. And he was legit scared to death. Mm-hmm. Now we're caught up for this fucking big old Henry Joe. And so here it is. The dad is like, hey, you know what? You know, that's great. Now we're going to find my missing son. And I can't wait to be reunited with him. But you know what? You're looking pretty good, Miss Solicitor Lady. I may be old, but I could still do some fucking... She goes, all right, I'm down with that. You know, you're a rich old man. Let's go to the bedroom. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all about it, baby. He's laying on, sitting on the bed, ready to, ready to go. And she's taking off her clothes. And hey, check this out. And she's got a dick. And it's his son, Tom. It was his <laughs> son the whole time, right next to him. And you know, instead of going ahead and fucking his son. He, uh, <laughs> Has a heart attack and died. He was scared to death because he's a transphobe. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So she has all the money now, I guess. I don't know. We cut to uh, the fucking Crip Keeper and he makes a bunch of puns and then, you know. That chick was a real prick. <laughs> I'd blow her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, I thought this one was all right. I didn't. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, what's the next one called? Episode two, Tom. Episode two is called Last Respects. All right, so this one is directed by Freddie Francis, who directed a lot of stuff for uh, Hammer Studios. And he also directed the Hammer's... uh, Was it Hammer that put that out? I'm not sure. It doesn't fucking matter. The Can't Touch This Music video. (laughs) He directed the Tales from the Crypt movie, which had a segment that was uh, kind of a loose adaptation of the monkey's paw. Quit fucking enough. Enough. <laughs> Just so, when I thought I fucking heard a 20. Oh, no, you heard a 21 now, you fuck. 
<laughs> Terrific. You're not going to beat the Simpsons. Nobody else fucking even try anymore. <laughs> Fuck. So this is yet another adaptation of the monkey's paw. <laughs> so it starts out with some old fucks that they're uh, they're trapped. They're trapped by the monkey's paw. They've got to make their wishes, but they're going to get fucked on it, and they know it, and they do. They do. They wish. I don't remember what they wish, but then their dogs attack them. She wishes that this monkey's paw would find the next person that it belongs to. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, anyway... But she said it like this! uh, Maybe it's years later, I don't know, but we cut to uh, three sisters that own a oddities and curiosities shop, Tom. A.K.A. a house of bullshit. They would go on later to set up a convention for oddities (laughs) and curiosities that I don't attend because I don't sell a lot of these in curious. I sell t-shirts and I don't know. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And it's just the buddy. same fucking, uh, what's it called? The same people who had set up anyways at any convention yeah. in that town they'll, that it's taking place in. The fuck. So, you know, that so if you want some Deadpool bullshit. prints, head on down to the oddities and curiosity exactly. festival. Yeah. They might have a special one where uh, Deadpool's a zombie or something. <laughs> oh, that's Deadpool's odd. Deadpool's in a jar, dead. <laughs> that's odd and curious. Um, but no, so they're running this fucking bullshit. And not surprisingly, their store is not doing well. Uh, yeah, they're not making any money. But, you know, these bitches are all arguing. And then they knock some shit over and box opens and there's a monkey's paw in there tom it's not really just his paw you know it's just like fucking arm or something looks kind of weird it's like one of those rubber fish you get from a sex shop but it's a monkey yeah um (laughs) so you know they decide well you know we we've researched this and it's like when you make wishes shit goes bad so we'll no they didn't research this joe the fucking, the tale of the monkey's paw is an actual story in this fucking thing. Like in our universe, they have That's an actual right. book. Yeah. The novelization, if you will. They refer to the original <laughs> short story, I guess, by WW whatever the fuck. com. And, uh, yeah, but one of them says, hey, fuck it, let's give it a go. And so wishes for a million pounds or a million quid or a million silly. <laughs> I, I don't know their, you know, monetary denominations, but she wishes for that. Maybe she wishes for dollars because maybe the American dollar was still worth some shit at the time. But uh, what the f- happens? They get a call from their solicitor who says, hey, uh, we just got like a package for you guys. It's been misplaced for years and it's got like three pins that are worth uh, $250 each, you know, but that doesn't have <laughs> no, it's a little more than that. 250,000 quid each, you know, it's like, hey, that doesn't add up to a million farthings, you know, what, what the, fuck? you know, I don't know, but the young, the youngest sister decides, hey, well, I'm gonna go get them, and uh. And one of the sisters goes with her, and they have an accident. Yeah, they have a car accident. So one of the sisters is dead. They say they don't have the pens. 
Yeah. They lost the, oh, mate, we lost the pens here. Yeah. The solicitor said that. Right. So they didn't get any fucking money. So I don't know how that wish was fulfilled or what. Because the sister had a, the sister who inherited the pens, which they didn't have the pens. So why they even, hey, bitch, get down here. We got an empty box for you. Bring three pens to put in <laughs> Anyway, she had a life insurance policy ah. that was worth one million squid. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it turns out that the sister uses another wish because she wants to bring her sister back to life. Because of the car accident. Right. It turns out it wasn't so much a car accident as the other sister shooting the inheritance sister in the fucking neck. But she says, I wish she was like before she was before the accident. She knows she doesn't. (laughs) That's not what she says. (laughs) She says, Oi, mate. Oi, mate, that. I want to give me last wish to my sister. And the sister, the alive sister. No, but that's the third wish, though. Oh, what the fuck are we doing? That's the second wish, and that's how they found out that she was murdered. Uh, I don't know. The shit didn't make a lot of sense to me. I was very fucking confused by what's going on with these three bitches. And but yeah, okay, so she finds out it was she was murdered and you know, still got one wish, so says, Yes, I wish my sister was, you know, whatever, you know. And then the sister comes back from the dead and enters the house of bullshit and of awful, awful makeup. I don't know what the f- I mean if this makeup was sculpted shame on you. Yeah, there's like uh I don't know some hardened mayonnaise on her face or something. Just did not yeah, look good. I mean it legit looked like the lines left when you frost cake. Mm-hmm. Like those squiggle zigzag back and forth lines and that was the makeup with some blood running down the eye. Oh. That was not good. Yeah. Uh, but, the whole episode was not good. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah. And usually the monkey's paws, you know, you'll usually get a good story out of it, even mm-hmm. though you've heard it dozens and dozens of times. This was the worst one I've ever heard or seen. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm glad they're only, you know, 25 <laughs> minutes long or whatever, but uh, not good. Not good at all. These are on YouTube if any of you have an interest in watching them. But I don't recommend. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get something good. To, you know, Two more next week. We'll see. Yep, we will, Joe. If we're lucky enough. <laughs> mm. So let's swing into another amazing issue of Spider-Man with this is what the what the blokes would refer to as a key issue, Joe. But it's got the the fuck out of me. Okay. Spectacular issue that I read, issue two. So, you know, the tarantula was kidnapping city officials last time. And this time, since uh, he fucked up with Spider-Man, his boss, there's a guy in the shadows. We don't know who he is. It's really upset. So he calls in Craven the hunter i'm gonna have him help you out 
do the things you cannot do. And they're bickering with each other, you know, old Trelantula and Craven, <laughs> whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Peter Parker takes his neighbor, that the Gloria chick, over to apply for that job that's been so, you know, hard to sustain at the Daily Bugle. And that says, Jay Jonah's secretary. So, and she's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, this guy seems like a prick or whatever. I don't, I don't know if I can do this. You know, why would you do this, Peter? You're my friend or whatever. <laughs> He's like, nah, just go in there and be yourself. She goes in there, comes out, she's got the job. And Jonah's like all happy. So she blew him. You know, she did a cast couch thing and got the job. But, uh, but then, uh, Craven and, and Tarantula are doing their kidnapping thing and uh Craven fights Spider-Man's and he's beating the shit out of Spider-Man's Tom. He's about to to fucking stab him to death and then Spider-Man moves at the last minute and Spider uh Trilant or fucking <laughs> Tarantula stabs into a light bulb thing and shot with his shoes? Him. Yeah, with his little fucking he didn't use his uh nipple oh. laser stop. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about Craven. I thought you were talking about Tarantula. Tarantula took off, and he's still got the guy that he kidnapped, so he was all right with that. Says, hey, yeah, Craven said for me to pick up his money. You know, we're good. You know, it's in the blood, Tom. It's in the blood. We lie. We cheat. We steal. And and he's leaving, and it turns out the money wasn't even real money. It was an explosive gas bomb or something, so... He's knocked out, and I guess next time I'll find out who, who this mystery villain is. But in the meantime, we swing over to amazing, amazing Spider-Man's Tom. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Okay. <laughs> in this one, like I said, it's a key issue because we got the first appearance of one of Spider-Man's greatest villains. Stegron, the dinosaur man. Team up or yeah, Marvel team up. <laughs> so yeah, uh Spider-Man Spider Sense goes off, blah 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 blah. There's some jag off fucking in a spider and they're in a dinosaur costume, or maybe he's really a dinosaur man. You'll never know. He's fucking reanimating bones of his relatives at the fucking museum. And then fucking uh, Stegron and his great-grandfather fucking romping around the city doing whatever. Probably robbing banks or whatever Spider-Man villains do in the 70s. Probably not any rapes and murders because that's a little too much. So uh, what else happens? He needed a little help, Tom. So he went and did he? Oh yeah, lizard, lizard kid. Yeah, and the lizard's freaking out. I don't. What he wants from the lizard? That's pretty unclear because it seemed like he had this fucking gun or whatever it was to animate bones. So, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't seem like it's in within fucking. Uh, he the, had the orgasmo ray. Realm of expertise. <laughs> uh, uh, Peter Parker confronts Flash Thompson for fucking moving in on his lady. And Flash is like, hey, man, I didn't know y'all were together. I'll go tell that bitch off right now. And he does. So Mary Jane, you know, is, tells Peter, hey, look, I'm sorry for being such a slut. You know, <laughs> I'm cool. I'll but I'm a you. woman. I'll be with you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
me and you, and uh, whenever you, you need to leave me in the middle of a date to go take your pictures, I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you gotta go and back up to a hole in a men's bathroom stall, just just go do it. Yeah. Not Play gonna... safe, PP. So, you know, they go on a date, they go to watch uh, Pink Floyd's Laser Light Show. And, you ever uh, been to any of those before? Yeah, I've been to one before. Yeah, that used to be a thing we'd do in college. Mm-hmm. Get all ripped up and then mm-hmm. go to the Pittsburgh fucking museum or whatever the fucking... <sighs> Bunch of fucking Stegrons. <laughs> we did it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Spider-Man's is fighting fucking dinosaur bones, and, and that's it. Well, I mean, what did this issue end? Or is no. it a... No, it's concluded next... Because uh, uh, the lizard is he changes and he's out for Stegron. Yeah, yeah. Dramatic conclusive. This is where, when you have two issues or two fucking titles with the same character, where things get fucked up because you've got a a conclusion here, you know, or not a conclusion but a a cliffhanger. But the next book that comes out is spectacular, and if they don't follow this fucking story, they're stupid. And they're fucking up this whole timeline and things get all stupid and complicated. And that's what Spider-Man is going to be known for. The further, further we delve into this shit. It's the Spider-Verse! Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Wait 30 years when there's a half-black, half-Puerto Rican one! <laughs> there's a punk rock Spider-Man now. There is. And it's funny because he's a black guy with these big dreadlocks, and you wouldn't know that by the style of the mask. It hides everything, you see. Mm. So it's like a, oh, he's the guy from fucking Bad Brains. (laughs) Dreadlocks are often associated with punk rock, so yeah, I get it. (laughs) Oh, he's the Counting Crows guy, but he's really Jewish, not black at all. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, so this was a this was a list. Yeah, so as we're coming up onto the Fourth of July, uh, like I said earlier, uh, not a holiday I particularly give a shit about. Just you know, especially this year because it fucks up my work week. But Tom is. But I thought <laughs> there's a lot of like oddly things that are supposed to be patriotic but they're either not or they're annoying or they're just fucking stupid so i guess our, our i forgot what i said this list the, li- the, the list that i guys hey joe what what's the list is and you said patriotic shit and i said okay whatever the fuck that means oh okay i might have been drinking at the time when i oh i don't but, believe that but uh yeah so my list is things that are supposed to be patriotic, but just come off as really fucking stupid to me. At like number five, uh, I've got well, I've got written down here the fighting American, but I would say any comic book patriotic character that's not Captain America is fucking stupid. And there's a bunch of them. There's like what the Shield, uh, the fucking Patriot. That DC has the fucking Uncle Sam himself running around and fucking fighting criminals and shit. Uh, 
Yeah, all that stuff is dumb. Captain America can be pretty dumb at times, too. But he gets a pass because, you know, he's fought a good fight. He punched fucking Hitler in the face, so you get a pass. (laughs) My number five, Joe, is The Patriot. Mel Gibson. He'll put you in the Rose Garden because he's capable of that shit. Now, why don't you shut up and blow me? <laughs> Fantastic. Love you, miss you, Melly. Oh, uh, and yeah, that movie <laughs> Patriot's a piece of shit. Yeah, I've never seen it. Fucking don't. I just wanted to make sure I remembered he had something to do with it before I put him on the list. And he did. At number four, I have Rocky Four. You know, where it's USA versus Russia to be settled in the boxing ring. Uh, this movie's funny because it's stupid as shit, but it's just like the patriotism in this flick. flick they just kind of hit you over the head with, you know, USA being greater than Russia. Fucking dumb shit. Dumb. Should have had Ilsa in there, fucking Rocky. Oh, I... You know, had a better fight on his hands. Joe, my number four is kicking Bin Laden's ass. You remember that? I do. America, some bitch. I remember the uh, jihad shirts that people or infidel people were infidel. Yeah, let's see any Muslim say shit to me. You know what they're doing now? Mm. Putting Punisher skulls on the back of their trucks. <laughs> <laughs> the same people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at number three, I have Kurt Angle. <laughs> He played up that whole USA fucking Olympic athlete, you know, good old, you know, milk and cookies eating, you know, just a good American. He, was, he pulled off that Santa Claus gimmick so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never liked the dude. Well, he was wrestling with addiction, you know. <laughs> They're all wrestling with shadows, Tom. No one more than you. <laughs> yeah, he was so fucked up on pills, his nickname came to be Perk Angle. <laughs> well, Joe, my number three is something the people with the infidel shirts and the fucking Punisher skulls on the back of their truck love to do. Celebrating the 4th of July. Grilling out, eating some hot dogs, putting, you know, pumping up some hot dogs on the grill and relaxing with your buds with a nice bud light. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing more than I love more than celebrating my patriotism with a with a nice plump hot dog and a bud light, Joe. Let's go uh, see some fireworks. They make all this shit in China. There will be fireworks after my buddies and I plump up these hot dogs (laughs) and eat Bud and drink Bud Light. 
Um, at number two, the very patriotic song, Tom. And it's just about being an American. It's like, I'm proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died. That song fucking sucks. That is the dumbest, like, oh, let's fucking pull the heartstrings and you know, let's, let's get everybody to stand up and wave a flag. Fuck you. Joe, it's fucking awesome you said that because my number two, right, mm -hmm. is The Ladder to Heaven. Do you know about this, Joe? No, I do not. Is this uh, some of that hail bop? Uh, <laughs> it's a song. It goes, where were you when they built the ladder to heaven? Did it make you feel like crying? Or do you think it's kind of gay? Well, I for one believe. In the ladder to heaven. It's from South Park, Joe. That was them making fun of those patriotic country songs you see. Okay. And the kids in town actually tried to build a ladder to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Uh, number one, Tom, is voting. You know, you want to vote, vote. If you don't want to vote, fuck it, you know, and don't fucking look down on anybody that doesn't want to vote, especially in presidential races, because your vote doesn't fucking matter, you know. And I don't give a shit, you know, if you voted or not. So I don't need to see a picture of your little stupid sticker that you get there. The last time I went and voted, they yeah, <laughs> sticker, no, get the fuck away from me, man. You know, you, you just mad because you can't vote. You know what? The first time I tried to vote here, they did refuse me. Oh, no, you're at the wrong district. Fuck you, dude. I'm an American. Um, or at least I know I'm free. Um, I, I What almost came in, number one, but I, I went with voting, but uh, it was, and we've talked about this before, the Pledge of Allegiance in school. Like, I don't think they do it anymore, but we used to have to do it every morning. Like, every fucking morning, let's stand up and be fucking... Nazi shit. You know, Nazi fucking communist shit, just reciting a, a fucking oath every morning. Weird, weird yeah. shit. Not to think about it. But, but hey, USA, USA. <laughs> Joe, my number one is freedom of speech. Freedom of speech! <laughs> Yeah, Freedom boy. isn't free. There's a hefty fucking fee. Yeah, I mean, you're free to say what you want for the most part without getting shot in the head unless you're <laughs> saying something about somebody very high up that they don't want you saying. Then you're not really so free to say it. But, uh, you know, freedom of speech, yes, but... uh. In today's climate, it's, hey, you say whatever you want, but just be ready to deal with the fucking mm -hmm. consequences and these three people on the internet being loud enough to fucking cause a problem. 
a repercussion right. for everything you say. You know, I think yeah. about this every time we're about to record this show. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was my fifth grade teacher. She made sure to tell me on the last day of school. Well, she told me two things. The first thing was, now don't tell anybody what I did or I'll kill your parents. And then the second thing was, now think before you speak. That is very important with you going forward in life. Think before you speak. And that pops into my head from some time to time. And I'll say, well, my dad's dead now. Nothing she can tell. She sucked my dick in a broom closet, (laughs) Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bitch. (laughs) I was a dude in a wig. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I was hoping I'd be able to come up with a better list through this but i didn't so <laughs> i just pulled one off of my already made list of or, or list of list ideas for the show and next week we're going to do our top five rappers joe rappers okay yes All right. not the things that go over sweet delicious candy bars but black gentlemen who sing musics oh well that's a in hard. the style of rap all right then that that makes more sense. Yes, yes, it does. In honor of Black History Month. So head on over to dwnproductions.net. Check out Mask Bus Props, all that shit. If you want something custom made for Halloween, now's probably the time. July's booked up in the front half of August. I'll be making shit for the Houston Horror Film Festival. So come on out to that show. Joe and I will both be there, hopefully taking your money dwnproductions.net appreciate everybody who stopped by and supported and people who haven't well i talked go about there. fastcustomshirts.com while tom was having his technical issues so i don't want to do a repeat on that you can see the, the website below me go there don't <laughs> below me done quickly but uh but it'll get done Everybody, have a fucking great week. At least the best week you can. If you're an American, don't be like Joe. I don't like people doing nice things for my birthday. I don't want to do anything with my friends and family for the 4th of July. Go out there, live it up, do the best you can. Even if it's just you plumping up a hot dog and drinking a Bud Light with yourself. Just at least do that. Because gosh darn it, you're an American, not an American, you son Ooh, of a bitch. A Fuck right. yeah. Until next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>